<clears throat> Welcome back to Take Us Begin Us Elder Care Law Hour. I'm your co-host Tim Take Us and we're talking about love in the golden years. And I'm Barbara McGinnis. In this segment, we're going to be talking specifically about how Medicare and Social Security can be impacted by remarriage, divorce, and death. With us is Frank Cardenas, the president of FedLogic, and he is going to explain some of those things for us. Welcome, Frank. Thanks. Thanks and for having you've me. You've been on before. I and, have. And um, you know, we appreciate your expertise. What about if I'm an ex-spouse, can I collect on Social Security of my former spouse? The answer or, is yes, you can. It's a little bit complicated because there's a lot of rules that come into play. Okay, we're used to them. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's, um, uh -huh. you know, and not every case is yes. the same. Mm -hmm. But the uh, general answer is yes, ex-spouses can collect on uh, on their former spouse. So what are some of those circumstances that would make that apply? Yeah, typically they have to be, have been married for 10 years. So marriage uh, certificate and divorce decree to prove those 10 years worth of marriage. Uh, they of course have to be of age to receive, you know, benefits and their ex-spouse. Yes, mm -hmm. and the ex-spouse also has to be, you know, age 62 to receive benefits. So if there's a little bit of an of age disparity there, they may, you know, those rules will come into play. Right. Mm -hmm. So what if you're a person that believes in marriage? So you've been married several times. Right. <laughs> you know, and you've been married to one person like maybe for like two persons or for more than 10 years each. Each. What do you do then? That, the, the same rules apply. So the rule is yes, if they've been married for 10 years each independently, um, then they both are entitled to the same type of benefit. And they have to have been divorced also for two years in order to receive those ex-spousal benefits. Okay, but I don't collect two benefits then, do I? I, no, just, I get the higher one, right? That's right. You, yeah, you can't double collect. You can just collect on the higher of the two benefits. Okay. As long as you have not remarried as well. Okay, run that by me again. No, so if you're collecting <laughs> ex-spousal benefits, that also indicates that you have not remarried. I got it, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your ex-spouse could remarry, but you could not remarry. That's right. Okay. That's right. Another reason not to remarry. <laughs> we haven't really got to that part yet. That's right. You know, That's about right. whether you should even just not marry at all and right. just continue to collect your ex-spouses. Right. And there's also rules when it comes to, you know, remarriage and things like that. But, you know, generally for ex-spousal benefits, as long as you were married for 10 years or more, mm -hmm. um, and then you've been divorced for at least two uh -huh. years, you can collect on your ex-spouse. Okay. But what about if I'm of, reach, of the age to collect mm -hmm. and my ex-spouse, we meet all those criteria, can I get both my benefit and his benefit? You can get, oh, you can get a combination, but never to exceed the higher of the two benefits. Okay. So for example, if I'm mm -hmm. entitled to $300 onto my own working record, but then I can also get a $1,200 off of my ex-spouse record, then I won't receive both the 300 and the 1200, I can receive up to the, the 1200, mm -hmm. okay. the higher the two benefits. Well that doesn't sound to me like that's fair to the, like to my ex-spouse because that's clearly, it's going to affect his benefit, right? A great question, and no, it does not affect the ex-spouse or either spouse. Okay. So great question, so if I drew on my ex-spouse's record, it's not going to affect their benefits or their current spouse's benefits. Mm -hmm. So. 
do they have any reason to know that I'm even drawing on their benefit? No. So when you go apply for these benefits, you know, you're going to go through the Social Security Administration yeah. to do those things. And no, when you come in and you prove your 10 years worth of marriages, you're bringing in your marriage certificate and your divorce decree. And the ex-spouse doesn't know that you're drawing off of their record. Okay. And of course, it doesn't really matter because it's not going to affect their current benefits. I know, but we know how people are. Sometimes right. <laughs> they know that there's some catch there somewhere that it's going to cost me. Right, right. right but the, so I think, I think that's... I, I'm, I suspect some people worry about that. That's right, and, and, they, and they shouldn't because it's an entitlement benefit. You know, they were married for more than 10 years yeah. to that yeah. spouse, and they're entitled uh, to that, you know, ex-spousal benefit. And mm -hmm. there's no limit, right? If you have more than one ex-spouse that you were married to for 10 years, there could be multiple people drawing off that one employee's work credit history, right? That's correct. If I had three previous marriages that each lasted for more than 10 years, they all three could draw off of my record. And it wouldn't affect my benefit. It wouldn't affect my, say, current spouse uh, benefit. Uh -huh. yeah. So on spouse number four. That's right. That's yes. right. Which it it, it happens. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm it sure it does. Maybe not you because you're not. You don't like. You don't look young, no. old enough for that yet. <laughs> no. but. Well, and sometimes it's not always divorce. Sometimes sure. there is a death. That's right. Um, so if someone's receiving benefits and they pass away, but they still have uh, minor children they're survived by a spouse. Mm -hmm. There's some benefits for those people as well, That's right? right. Survivor benefits yeah. are for the surviving spouse and children uh, who are under the age of 18. 19 if they're still in high school. Uh, okay. Also, if there's a surviving spouse that has a minor child, she too can receive benefits as a surviving spouse even if she's not of age. If she's caring for a child under the age of 16, she can also uh, receive benefits as well. And then when that child, when those children age out, the spouses, the, the widow spouse, may benefits may cease until then she becomes of age, which is at age 60 for widow benefits. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, keeping in mind that the widow benefits start at age 60, but it also comes into play if they are currently working, because there is also a limit on how much you can work and make and receive widow benefits. Okay. okay. So, so let me let me throw this one at you because mm -hmm. right now you're it looks like you're batting 100 percent. Right. <laughs> I know it feels like a quiz, right? right. Like, it, like, okay. So let's say that okay, someone but someone someone dies at age fifty nine. Okay. Okay, and then they're survived by a fifty five year old spouse. Right. Uh, so does Social Security come into play at that time? Well, there's yes, a couple of things that happen. Okay. They'll be able to receive a lump sum death payment. Now, the lump sum death payment is a just a mere two hundred and fifty five dollars. And that's regardless of age. That's right. And it's just one. As long as I've got forty quarters, right? That's right. Gotcha. And it's just a one time payment. Gotcha. And then they wouldn't be uh, receiving widow benefits until at least age sixty. I gotcha. However, if that individual, that surviving spouse, became disabled, widow benefits for a disabled widow start as early as age fifty. I gotcha. So, so if my spouse was, were, if she were disabled on SSDI, mm -hmm. she would start drawing immediately. That's correct. That's correct. Okay. So, mm -hmm. And of course, if there are any children under the age of 18. Right. Yes. So age 59, I die, wife 55, and if there were children under 18, then, she, then they would start drawing immediately. That's right. That's okay. right. Do the benefits go to her or to the children or I guess? They'll, it, they'll go to the children, but it will be administered by, by mom. By parent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bringing it back to remarriage later in life. Right. Yes. So we have Sorry. Um, a widow yeah. that's collecting off of her deceased spouse right. that is contemplating remarriage. She needs to think about that she's perhaps going to lose that benefit then. That's right, because the rule for widow benefits, if someone has started to receive widow benefits, say, you know, at age, you know, 
58 or mm -hmm. because they mm -hmm. were disabled. Um, if she remarries prior to age 60, then she won't be able to draw on that first widow benefit. But if she remarries after the age of 60, then she can draw on still that widow benefit or maybe her current spouse. Mm. Mm -hmm. okay. Then she needs to evaluate the, the potential earning impact. Who, who was the greater earner and That's what, right. what was That's right. And who do we get that counsel from? I mean, it sounds I'm, like nobody knows that. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I realize you do, but I mean, people that are like, like we're talking about this theme of the show is, right. is that, you know, who, who thinks about Social Security when, that's they're, right. being re, when they're remarrying? Well, the, I mean, the, the, the rules are complex, you know, and that's why yeah. you want to yeah. have, you know, different advisors to help you. You know, obviously we're here, you guys are here, that we can kind of help assist families in right. understanding right. all those things. But, you okay. know, the Social Security Administration is also there. Um, you know, time limitations, we, I know, applies and it gets kind of complex. But, right. you know, every family should look into these things because even though we covered a lot of this information, you know, it could be case specific. There right. could be exceptions as well. Right. I know. So what about Medicare? For can a non-working spouse get Medicare? Uh, yes. The other working spouse. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of same rules apply if they if this or the ex-spouse is at least age 62, and the um, the other spouse is approaching 65. Even though they may have not worked and paid into the system to be insure themselves for Medicare, they can still get it off on on their ex-spouse. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that applies. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. So you have 62-year-olds getting Medicare on their ex-spouse. Oh, no, no. As you long have to be 65. Yeah, the other to, spouse has, has to, to be, be at least 62. 65. Yeah, and I then the it. spouse who is approaching Medicare age, say 65, can get gotcha. Medicare. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that's a thinker, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of right. a puzzle okay. we always try to solve for okay. families. All right. Um, Frank, I think we have your contact information, FedLogic, FedLogicGroup.com. Um, we thank you for being here and yeah. sharing your expertise. I mean, it is just a deep well of information. And mm -hmm. um, next time, when we come back from break, we're going to be talking about love and assisted living facilities or even love in the nursing home. Stay tuned.